And we stand, and honestly, where's the countdown? I miss the countdown. It's me, Victoria Lang, Robert Benjamin from I'll Piss You Off Shortly. I know you watched that episode last night. It was great. And I'm here with Joe Aguirre. Wait a minute. What? 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 She's oh. like, that was an incredible episode of Rob's show <laughs> yeah, last night. Three and a half hours of amazing. Oh, so Joe is here. I felt like uh, I'm getting no credit for that show. That well, where's the countdown? Like <laughs> I didn't know you. I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't. I, um, I passed on a countdown. I liked it. It was my favorite part of the show last week. I just was like rewinding the countdown. Like, let me watch that again. It was. I good. didn't know that. Yeah. Um, Connor's not here yet. Um, and I don't know if he's coming. I'm assuming he's probably hanging out on Parlor. Whatever that. <laughs> oh, means. he has a Parlor account. Oh, you maybe know what Parlor is? No. Maybe I should make a Parlor account. Oh my God, What's Rob. Parlor. That's where uh, all the conservatives went since uh, the election ended. I think that's no good. <laughs> no, get this, Victoria. This is a real thing. I swear to God. Maybe I should download it. Oh yeah, it's okay, called Parlor, uh, which is adorable. These people are hanging out in their parlors, and um, it's taken like not even a month. But then they've realized that there's no there's no libtards to own, <laughs> so it sucks. It's like living in a giant echo chamber. They're like the election's rigged, and everybody's like, "Yeah, it is. It's rigged." And they're not getting like they're not. You know what they're not getting that they get on Facebook a liberal to tell them the truth about things. Yeah. So that they can have a freak out. Instead, they're just all sitting on this social media app like idiots, hoping that something magically is going to happen. At this point, I've just let people look stupid. Just let them look stupid. Everything that I see that's like, you know, Trump going to come through. He going to come through. Just watch. I'm like, okay, I will watch. I will watch. I just don't even say anything anymore because I just don't even... We've secured the bag officially. As of today, I got another notification. He won something else in the Senate. I am not even really paying attention. But I know that Joe Biden has secured the bag officially. I will say this. I've seen so many damn conspiracy theories of how Trump's going to come back and steal this election from Pence, um, from somebody, uh, uh, I guess, uh, what is it, denying or... uh, Cut, uh, dang, I can't think of the name, but anyway, somebody rebutting, I guess, the the electoral votes in the in Congress when it gets to them, and then how they can all like have like a whole issue with it, and then it can go back to like voting of the Senate. I don't know, I, I have a whole article that I've been picking through all day today, but uh, apparently, I guess that's the new conspiracy theory that uh, conservatives are leading with that. Pence is gonna the, the the House representatives are gonna or the Senate's gonna somebody's gonna rebuke it or challenge it. There we go. Somebody's gonna challenge it, the electoral votes, and then it's gonna lead to the Senate or the House making votes and something like that. But yeah, that that's a new conspiracy. I'm conspiracy theory. I'm here. Yeah, I stopped paying attention to all that stuff about a week or two ago because. I think we're okay, you know? Um, I think if there was any evidence or anything, it would have came forward because this is... When when Barr leaves, you know that. Like, when your own right-hand man says, you know what, I'm out of here. (laughs) We'll get into this a little bit further in a second, but real quick, I want to talk about the COVID-19 vaccine. This week, the first person ever got it. It was a registered nurse. She got it on camera. You know, everybody saw it. She didn't, like, just, like, grow an eyeball or, like, a horn or anything. Immediately when she was injected, she got up. 
she was fine, you know what I'm saying? But the CDC did put out a couple articles about when you get vaccinated and what's going to happen after. So basically what's going to happen is you're going to arrive, you're going to receive a vaccination card, and it's going to tell you what vaccine you received, the date you received it, and where you received it. You're going to receive a paper or electronic version of a fact sheet that tells you more about the specific vaccine that you are being affected by and offered. Um, and each COVID-19 vaccine has its own fact sheet that contains the information that you need. Uh, that's just because there's different strands of the virus, obviously on the East and the West Coast, and you have to get two different vaccines to solidify it. So there's that. And then after vaccination, um, you're going to need to get two shots, like I just said, in order for them to work. The second shot could have side effects after the first one. Like you could have, you could feel a little sick. You know what happens after you get a shot. Sometimes your body don't be feeling too good. Ask your healthcare provider if you should be getting started with a V-Safe free, a smartphone-based tool that uses text messaging and web surveys to provide personalized health check-ins after you receive the vaccination, just in case you're having any really bad side effects or anything. They'll take you in right away. What is everybody's thoughts on this so far based on what we know? Will everybody be getting it when it's available? We probably won't be able to get it until obviously 2021 probably like july or something i would take it right now if you gave it to me mm. i wouldn't i i'm waiting i'm rob's waiting really right concerned now. about women in their third trimesters getting it and the long-term effects it could have yeah I, women men there's so many other things that you don't know with mrna if anybody does their research you see how unstable mrna is and a matter of two to three degrees can mess up a whole batch i mean so it's it's unstable. There's so many different questions. There's so many things that they haven't really tested on because it's been so quick. Um, there's so many things, especially as a Black American. Yeah, I don't I don't trust it. I don't trust medical advice. You look at uh, you look at the history of Black America in the medical field um, and how like Tuskegee Airmen experiment. You look at Henry, uh, Henrietta Locke. You look at I mean Henrietta Lacks. You look at um, all these different other situations like, yeah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. And especially the way they're pushing it. Like you, you don't see them say, hey, white people, y'all got to take this shit. It's hey, black people. Hey, Latinos. And that's literally the agenda that you're seeing a lot of people pushing from Fauci, from Biden, from all these celebrities are trying to get hey, black people got to do this. Y'all got to do it. Look, Fauci's biggest thing was, hey. A black woman made this. So brothers and sisters, y'all got to take. No, I'm good. Y'all don't. Y'all can't even answer questions. When they start ask, asking like the tough questions, they go back to simple base answers. Like, no, we want certain things. There's certain things that y'all haven't tested for. They're still not sure about allergens, uh, allergic reactions. They're still not sure about pregnancy. There's so many things all, when you go ahead and alter somebody's uh, messenger RNA that is still unstable. So, yes, it might affect. I mean, yes, it might help the vaccine or covid for right now but like you said victoria we have an east east coast covid 19 i guess and a west coast what if i move from nyc to oregon to go ahead and then partake in all the oregon's festivities do i gotta get a whole another vaccinated yeah you know what i'm saying so like that's too many like with I'm, the strands right of I'm the good. flu and stuff like that like every year there's a new strand of the flu i guess think of it that way like there's Flu yeah. A is on this side and flu B is on this side and one shot isn't going to cover it. it I mean, 
I completely agree with the whole um, pregnancy thing, just because I know that there is kind of mixed whatever on getting vaccinated in general when you're pregnant or taking any, they don't even want you to take ibuprofen or Tylenol or anything like that. When you're pregnant, they don't want you to ingest literally anything foreign that you're not supposed to. Um, but I also really quickly wanted to go through a list of things that um, we don't know what they're in because the FDA doesn't have to tell the, us what they're in. And same thing with literally everything. They don't have to tell us what is in it past a certain point. They can just tell us like the baseline stuff. So here's a list. White bread, soda, all fast food, all store-bought meat, ice cream, milk, jewel pods, cigarettes, inhalers, Nutri-Grain bars, Jello, canned vegetables, and everything that you consume, literally that you buy from the grocery store. Unless you butcher in that pig in the backyard, you do not know what's in it. You don't know what preservatives are in it. And especially people, people who are claiming not to get the vax or who don't want to get the vaccine, all of them got a jewel. All of them vaping. That's and hilarious. All of them you're, you're right. I, do. And I'm, I am guilty of the same thing. Oh, Let me tell you that. And I don't know what's in it, but I am going to get the COVID shot. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not going to get it, but right now I'm good. Just like I let all the kids like die off from all their potting, mm. their jeweling. Then I said, oh, okay, I'm going to put the Newports down. And I recently yeah. picked up a jewel. So, yeah. and I don't even know. So. Look, uh, bottom line is that all healthcare providers are really like, I'll, I'd give my right arm to get this at this point. Uh, here's what I do know. Uh, having talked to a doctor, a friend of mine today, COVID's mutated six times since the pandemic started. Current vaccines have been tested against all of them, and they have shown that the mutations are not affecting the identified spike protein that's used in the vaccine technology, which means the vaccine is effective despite mutations of the virus. So I understand uh, that there are probably certain people who uh, they obviously haven't been able to test it on everybody, pregnant women being a big one. Uh, but there's no reason at this point to think that anything that is in the vaccine would cause any. There's no expected long term considerations mm -hmm. at this point. And at I know five. that this world and this country especially is really fucked up. But I cannot. I don't believe that they have like separate vials for different race groups. No, I'm not. That's not what I'm insinuating. That's not what I'm insinuating. What I'm saying is that it's hard for me as an African-American to mm -hmm. trust just something rushed, especially when it seems like that's their biggest ploy right now. And their biggest push mm -hmm. is you can't, you, you can't, you can't say well, that. No, I will say that. that. I will tell you this. To oh, be no, fair, no, let me finish. Let me finish. Fair. Hold on. Oh, coronavirus. No, I need to finish, Joe. I need they've, to finish. they've been studying coronavirus since 1960. It's not like this is a new thing. I, I understand that. So if it's been since 1960, they should, it shouldn't have been this big old mass hysteria thing, right? If it's been studied since 1960, why are we running around with chickens like our, with our heads cut off right now? Why are that? Why are they pushing this agenda, this heavy heavy agenda to the African American, the brown community? And you see that. Say it's say it's not true. Say it's not true. Oh, I don't. I'm not. I don't. I, I mean, and, if you listen, this might be a matter of perspective, Rob, because I I'm not I'm not seeing. I don't get the sense that they're like, hey, black. Fauci didn't leave with up. that. Yeah. Fauci what, didn't leave what? with that. I'll tell you what I am seeing, though, is there is a big push by a lot of people mm -hmm. that they don't want to take it. 
and yeah. they don't really know why. Most of it is, you know, probably. You know, I don't mean this, in a, but I think a lot of this is meme inspired. People see memes and they're like, well, you know, what are you going to do? Have you heard of the Tuskegee Airmen experiment? I have. have. heard of similar to that? Do you you think they're doing this now? I don't, I'm not saying that they're doing this now, but when it seems like the biggest agenda is those specific communities and that's what the point is where all the politicians, all the celebrities, let me finish, Joe. Once, once you keep doing all that, and that's what you're. Why is it worth for us? Why, why do we lean on the African American culture to push your agenda? Don't worry about us. If we decide not to take it, that's fine. But and that's and that's America's fault. That's America's fault because look at the look at the history. The history gives you certain facts, and then when Fauci comes on and says, "Hey, hey, my brothers and sisters, there's a black lady that's spearheaded," we don't give it. Once again. I don't care who's black, who's brown, that major drug or major vaccine. I want to see how it comes about. Don't lead with race. I don't care about who's making it. I don't care what the color of their skin is. I don't care that the first the, the first person in New York was black that got it from the hospital. And all, like, I don't care. And that's all I've been seeing, it feels like in the news and the media about this freaking vaccination. And I don't trust it. I don't care whether it was. I just, I don't trust it. And then once again, you'll have people five years from now, the government, hey, were you the first part of the whatever vaccine trials of COVID-19? You could be here for compensation. I'm good. I like (laughs) my vaccines to breathe for at least three years. I'm not even a flu vacciner. So like, and I've been perfectly fine after I've left the military, after getting all those damn flu vaccines, I haven't taken a flu vaccine since. And that was since 2015, 16. Well, I do want to say, I do think if you have been seeing a like push on like that demographic, like them really focusing in, I think that it honestly might be they are trying to pander towards people that that might be their um, seller. I think that that is honestly for all of the white people and people that they assume to be like me, you know what I'm saying, who might see that and be like, oh, yeah. Look at what we're doing. Like, do you know what? Do you know what I'm saying? Or, um, and I also think that it might be like, even if it is unsafe, and even if your theory is correct, they might be doing that to show you guys that it is safe, or they're trying to trying to do something that obviously is not working. You know what I'm saying? I think they they might be so many. That's what I'm saying. Think um, about think about the neglect and the the medical abuse that Black women have seen in the medical field. Look, think about. Oh, go ahead, sir. Well, in England, I did see this article, and I don't know how factual it is. Apparently, there were 63 women who were tested um, on a COVID vaccine, and this was like a couple months ago. This was like one of the first trials, and apparently, all of them are infertile now. And like most of them were black, the women who have been tested. So, and I don't know how, if that is a true statement or not. And I also did hear that this company who released the virus, who we bought it from, has got caught in a scandal before this and has released something unsafe. Once again, I don't know how accurate that information is. So I think that that also might be a reason why people are so... There's so many reasons. And then based off of that, I'm looking at if if I type in COVID vaccine and black America, 
what granted it's a search so if it's going to populate everything but you look at the muslim usa today has a first first things that pull up usa today covid night uh covid 19 vaccine must be safe equi uh, equitable for black communities black doctors are working seeing black americans take the coronavirus vaccine could emerge uh encourage more members of other communities black washington post nbc news experts warn low uh warn of low covid vaccine trust among black americans usa today black Do and these are all today and within today and four day, uh, four days ago, four hours ago, one hour. So this is their hysteria right now. What this I also find really interesting about like Google and stuff like that, and I think it's really really crazy that you just pulled that up and were able to find all that just this there. This is go too. If you type in just white doctors, white doctors, period, on Google, everybody type in white doctors, look at the images. Everybody at home do it too. Type in white doctors to your Google and look at the images. I'll give you a second. Mm -hmm. I'll give you a second. Black Why? Americans experienced the highest death toll, the highest death tolls from COVID-19. Um, you're 2.7 times more likely than white Americans who experience the lowest age adjusted rates. Um, I don't know. I don't know specifically because what the reason is. Major urban areas, major Absolutely. urban environments. So of course it's gonna impact us more. Right. And of course it's gonna like that. That's that's no brainer. Like if, if, if a terrorist attacks happen or something like, you know what I'm saying? Or like something happens in a big urban city, if you're sitting there and say, Hey, what race do you think? Or what demographic do you think was probably wiped out the most? I'm going to say probably black people, because that's probably the majority of that in that area. So that, that kind of statement is just nullified. It's, it's a it's a baseless statement because that's, that's the demographic of the urban population. Right. So I if you're in an urban population, you could make the same argument that you're two and a half more times likely than someone who lives in the suburbs to get it. So anybody who lives in the city, you would think would would probably want to get the vaccine. But it's first. not about but it's not about whether you live in city or whatever. It's the fact that this is the agenda and the, the American history. The this the this is the seem the seeming agenda of them trying to push towards a certain demographic. This is the same the same train I've been going on to. Same train. Right? I, I, I'm not following. It's not like they're telling white people to not take it. I, they're I'm not. not they're they're not saying nothing to the white people. They're focused on black people. I do I think they just assume we'll take it. Exactly because you guys have. That's the same thing. Your history in the in American medical or even in the medical field around the world is has been fine. Has been fine. Do do literally. I just after today, after this episode, because I don't want to keep. I don't want to keep pulling on to it. Just do. I, I will send you so many articles of medical 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 trial and error versus African Americans or oh, black. I'm aware of that, but the, so I think, I think a lot of that you're talking like 40, 50 years ago. I don't think you're seeing that today. Well, yeah. I well, I yeah, do but then the problem, I don't know. But the next five I years, really do. But I remember in 2013 there was a thing. I, I I'm pulling it up right here. There's a thing with a doctor messing around with black athletes. So right. I, like, again, I think that's an isolated incident. I think that's one psychopath doing weird stuff to people. I don't but know it's that not that's not just one guy. This has been history repeated and repeated no, that and repeated. They're still using Henrietta Lacks DNA. Still using her cells. They they call her no mr mRNA does not. No 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 no. I'm DNA. talking about Henry Edelman. No, I know I'm you're not. Somebody just like I mean again. Nobody said M mRNA. Well, I said it was. In, I said it was unstable. I said mRNA is unstable. So whoever commented that, go back. But what I'm saying is Henrietta Lacks 
cells are still dividing, still live cells. And she's been dead since 19 whatever, 1950 somethings. And literally, there's a case where they've still the the HEL the HALA cells or whatever, they're still being used today in medical science without her family's permission, without her permission. They were so so like you can't do you also will see um, when it came to like voting and stuff like that, and even before this year's election and stuff, when you go into black communities and stuff like that, or ju just in general, freaking school systems, just everywhere that you go, even voting and stuff is pushed because like, honestly, people are trained not to trust the system because there have been so many injustices medically and with voting and stuff people are taught that your vote doesn't matter and especially in those communities so it's almost like what's the point so almost that kind of stuff i feel like really gets pushed i feel like political stuff and unfortunately this vaccine has kind of fallen under that umbrella and and, and, and especially when it's just been pushed and we don't know what's going on i'm sorry that's just like if i go to somebody's house if, if, if something doesn't look right in your house i'm probably not going to eat your cooking so it's just like the history, the, the, the history isn't there for, for black America. And once again, I'm not saying I'm not taking it just not right now. Let me see in a couple of years, how everything's going. Let me see. Let's let a love couple, a, a couple yeah. more companies. You get eat it first. Yeah. Like I'm cool. Matter of fact, I'm all for politicians getting this thing first. So, if, you know what I mean? If something happens and they all die, at least we'll be all right. You start vaccinating all these doctors and nurses and all these medical professionals so it happens with this vaccine we're fucked i hope that they all get vaccinated on camera like that doctor did because otherwise we're did all you, just gonna get four did you guys not see the former presidents bush and clinton uh said that they would all film theirs live as well as obama oh, so what but oh, I, you, you just said that I you don't want to be the first thing. So you want other people take it. You said politicians. I'm telling you, three former presidents are taking it. But and I just said, who cares? But so you just I said you want politicians, dude. These are the these are the top. <laughs> if, if anybody's getting the good stuff, it's these dudes. Yeah, exactly. That's why I don't. They're I, not testing it on water. these guys. <laughs> so do you think? So you so do you think that um regular Americans are getting the same uh treatment that uh. You think Pfizer's make it like like rich wealthy people stuff and then like this I I, there, I hope not. You don't you don't think that yeah. there's you don't think that there's black market or there's other things that rich people have way better access to than us us regular folk don't? You don't think I so? mean you could probably get it quicker. I don't think there's a better vaccine to be had if that's what you're well, asking. Yeah, not right now, not right now. But I, I want think Kim Kardashian be. getting the vaccine right now. Yeah, like, like well, for all the conspiracy theories you laugh and make fun of, to carry on this way makes yeah. me question you a little bit. Question what? me how? Question me how? Because you're, I, because I, mean, I, you're, don't, you're, I don't trust medicine. Well, yes. I, not that I don't yes. trust medicine. I don't trust. I don't trust rushed medicine. I don't trust it. No. No, I don't think I, I, I don't, don't think, I don't think it's rushed medicine. I mean, it took a year. No, it did not. It took a year, Joe. We're not even out of 2020. Don't even say it took a year. Oh, it, they started working on it. They started working on it in Wuhan in December. So it's been a year, Joe. Okay. Yes, okay. They've, they've been tracking this for a year. Here's the other thing I would argue, Rob. Listen, the advancements we've made in the last just five years in science, the things that we 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 couldn't have done this 10 years ago, we would have been, they would have been like, hey, we're going to be in lockdown until 2025. It's going to take a while to get a vaccine. You don't the think this is going to happen? Even, 
The fact they can even do it this fast, like they have, dude. Think about um, you the one in 2012, right SARS. Remember SARS? Yes. Do you remember the SARS virus? That thing went on a rampage. People were getting it. People actually were dying from SARS. It had a, a, a lower. It a, absolutely. But here's the funny thing: it took them a long time. They developed a virus for SARS, and suddenly SARS just fell off the map, and nobody knows what happened to it. And I also, I was just kind of thinking about this. This thought kind of just came into my head because I was thinking about, honestly, it was so fast that we had this cure for COVID, it, even if it did take a full year. Why don't we have any kind of cure for cancer? What's up with that? We've been, this is years in the making, but it's because it's such a profitable bu business. But also, if there was a vaccine, say somebody came out with a vaccine and said, whatever, this is a vaccine for cancer, I'm sure everybody and their mom would be fucking waiting outside the urgent care right now to go get it. You know what I'm saying? Thing. I because really in my mind, in my mind, cancer is worse than COVID. There's a way higher mortality rate with cancer than COVID. So it's like if I'm already literally dying, like something's killing me versus a respiratory, I guess, disease or infection, however you want to make it. That's that's two different things. Like if I have cancer and there's a there's a vaccine for cancer and I'm already dying. All right, I'm already dying. Just at the same point, like you're in, you're inserting chemo into your body, you're inserting radiation into your body. You know what I'm saying? So it's like normally, if they're like, "Hey, there's radiation to kill, cure COVID," just like if you could drink bleach to cure COVID, I wouldn't do that. No, but if it's something of that of that magnitude, and I'm already dying, then yeah, why not? Hmm. But with, for COVID. I'm, but I I'm, mean, like, what if it was like to prevent it? Like, say, like you don't have it yet. Like tomorrow, they were just like, "Here's this cancer vaccine." I would still like, wait. I don't know. I, I would still wait because, <laughs> especially with that, because you're like, you don't know what it might give you. You 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 don't know. You know what I'm saying? I, I, so it's call me conspiracy. Back to your conspiracy theory part, Joe. Like, it is what it is. And and there there was something that you said earlier. I meant to type it out before I forgot because I knew I was going to. But um, but yeah. I, I'm sticking to it. Like I said, get your get your shot, Joe. When you grow third testicle, send me a picture, and then I'll make sure I don't get that vaccine. It'll be a really nice third testicle. There you go. There you go. As long as it matches the same size. They all have to be the same. I, I, I think that um, we've spent the better part of the last six months making fun of people who don't believe in science. Hmm. You've got the CDC and the top doctors in the world the top scientists who work for places like I've had friends that worked for Pfizer um, mm -hmm. and there's nothing, there's nothing wonky going on there. I'm not saying that they, they, they are, I'm not saying here, let's clarify this. I'm not saying that they're giving black America a different drug. I'm not saying that the vaccine doesn't work. I'm just saying, I want to see them stop pushing a cultural agenda. I want to see them actually make some kind of, Let's have some kind of like time with this. And yeah, eventually I will get one. I just not right now. I'm taking you to get one. Yeah. yeah in like 2023, 2023. I'll go right there with you. Oh my God. You're not even going to need to get it by 2023 since everybody really? else is going to have it. It's like herd immunity will have set in by then. Yeah. Herd immunity. So set why in not wait then. it out? Mask up. Wait, mask up for three out. years. You know what I hope? You know what I hope? I hope the COVID vaccine gives us superpower and you're the only one who doesn't get it. Same. And then guess what? You got to hear me on. I'll piss you off shortly. Every Monday night, <laughs> talk about how I don't have the damn the I don't super have superpowers. <laughs> so, and guess what? I bet you I'd still beat up some proud boys with superpowers. Like there I you go. 
<laughs> well, now I want to talk about you know sweet old Joe Biden. I don't know why I said that. I literally oh, I took, back, I took it back as soon as I said it. I can um, say right now, you've opened up a bad can of worms because Rob, the honeymoon, the guy got the guy got the uh, officially certified yesterday, and yeah. last night Rob was already like, "All right, honeymoon's over. Yeah, oh, He's yeah. already ready. He's done." Yeah, no, <laughs> yo, who, who's for twenty twenty four? Right, like. Who's oh already God. up? Who's already yeah. up? I, I told y'all this was gonna happen. I said we're gonna vote Biden out, and once again, I wanted Biden out because I wanted Trump out. Not to say that Biden was the best candidate, right? Mm -hmm. But here we go with Biden once again being Sleepy Joe, and I can I can say all that. Like now, I'm stealing all the Trumpy. Now I will say I'm gonna bite off Trumpito a little bit since we don't have to worry about him. Sleepy Joe didn't fail, didn't let us down once again. What did Sleepy Joe do? He combined all his speeches from the past six months. And put them together, and all he does is switch around which sentence goes where, and that's the same bullshit speech he's been giving us. He's Joe, so creative like that. So so creative <laughs> and coughing COVID all over the place. Have you noticed that he's been coughing a lot more now that he's won? Now he's you're just roasting him for no. Let's get serious. Like, Joe, Joe, uh, Mr. Biden, um, can you please stop once again pandering to black community, like? That's his same, like, that's the same thing he's still doing. As a matter of fact, I can't even say that. He's pandering in a certain way when it's appropriate for him, and then now he's completely let him go. He's completely dropped his 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 people that got him there. Joe. Joe, Joe, let's go. What do you think? Joe, Joe, I, I think this is crazy that you would say that, but again, th this is and this is why I love America. I I've already seen uh, any reasonable Republican right now who's who's already admitted within the last couple of weeks that 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 Biden obviously won on November third. I'm hearing this one. I'm hearing the same thing. He's all he's going to do is put black people on his cabinet. His whole team's women. It's, uh, he's just pandering to minorities, and and they're take but they're taking offense to it themselves. You're also taking offense to the what? fact that he wants to what put Stacey Abrams in like Who's his cabinet that, or whatever. Joe? Why no, would you, you embrace that, Joe? I'm talking about his speeches. When did I say anything about his cabinet? Yeah, but so, yeah, so Rob, Rob, he but I'm what is happy? I'm he's ha putting I, I, the I, right I, people in there to make yes. things happen. I, Joe, you're talking to the same person that upped him for putting. All women in his communications thing. I have right. not said anything about. I said his speeches. You're doing. You're. 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 You're doing what you're supposed well, sure. to. Sure, it's going to be you're diversifying your your cabinet. Blah blah blah. But stop talk. Like stop talking and do some fucking action. Stop. And well, I know he, you can't what? do a lot. He can't do it. He's not even in office yet. But now, just shut the fuck up, Joe. Not you, Joe Biden. The one. Shut no, the fuck I know. Up like, just shut the fuck up, Joe. Shut the fuck up and make your moves. Stop, stop pandering. Like, stop doing the fucking dance and work. Stop fucking dancing around and fucking work. Now, Victoria, the other reason Rob's opinion here is so interesting mm -hmm. is the demographic that was most likely to vote for Joe Biden not as an oppositional vote to Trump, but because they liked the guy was black Americans mm -hmm. and a 74% clip white people who voted for Biden. That was a 42% enthusiasm rate. Well, I also, I think it was like a really big thing, honestly, for black women 
to see them have like a, a VP that is just like representing of them. And I think that Joe I Biden. I wonder enough. how much of it too, though, especially for black women, is the fact that this was like Obama's like boy. This was his dude. This was his boy. And it's also, I know I already talk about this. This was also my this is my dude, John McCain's boy. And that is so many other people's boy. You know what I'm saying? Uncle That's Joe. everybody's boy. He's literally Uncle Joe. I need Uncle Joe to not be Uncle Joe. I need him to be President Joe. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, Rob, <laughs> uh, until he takes office. And I mean, I, I don't expect him to say anything crazy, but my point is with the cabinet, look, he's going to put he's going to put people who are qualified, who know what the problems are. The person who's in charge of um, um of, of, of HUD uh, is a person who's actually worked in housing before and understands how it works, as opposed to a brain surgeon, which is amazing. Ooh. Apparently, I don't know if you guys know this or not, uh, but brain surgeons aren't real doctors, according to conservatives, because they're not. Brain they've never delivered a baby. No babies. No babies. Um, and this is and this is where we're at now, huh? Huh? Republicans, is this where we're this is where we're living? Um, but yeah, uh, I, I I think. Look, I I don't I don't. Well, the other big thing, Rob, is going to be what happens in Georgia. And that's also going to, and I hate to say it, but that's going to fall on black people as well. The Democrats oh, yeah. will only win those seats, one or, or or the other or both, if the black people of Georgia come out and do what they just did in this presidential election. And again, when you look at the enthusiasm, because they don't see this as an anti-Trump vote. Mm -hmm. They want Joe Biden in there. And I think they're, again, how much of that has to do with Vice President-elect Harris? I don't know. I would assume a lot. Or at least but honestly, some, that's good enough. Some, but again, they have to get out there and vote in order to, to, to let these people put their agenda in place to actually make a difference and that it doesn't just become what typically happens four years of lip service. Well, I just hope that it doesn't fall under the rug because everybody was so hyped. Everybody was so hyped a couple weeks ago. I hope we just get the same energy for this. People well, don't forget. I will say this. I have a couple people that are friends of mine still because I lived in Georgia. Keep a couple people that live in Georgia. Um, I'm seeing people voting as of today. Mm -hmm. um, they're saying that the lines are going out. You, What you have 1.1 or along that lines, 1.1 million absentee ballots already requested or, you know, applied or whatever, whatever the terminology is for that. Um, I think that they're going to go out. And of course, I think what's her face. I don't know the Congresswoman's the, 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 uh, the racist slash. Wobbler. Yeah, there Wobbler. we go. The racist embezzler. I know exactly who you mean. Yeah, there we go. So <laughs> she's not herself in the foot. I think that at least the Dems take at least one one of those, which is hers. Maybe the other seat is going to be tough, but I think she shot herself in the foot enough to where uh, she's definitely going to lose. Because even from surprisingly, Chris even said, like, fuck her. Yeah, they people aren't really feeling her. Well, in, in the primary, the reason there's even a runoff in that election was because the Republicans ran another Republican against her, yes. mm -hmm. knowing that if they won, they could force a runoff and, and figure they could win. And now that it's her, they're they're miserable. Uh, which again, just to, to see where they are right now and to not see, you know, Mitch McConnell, uh, oddly enough, on the same day, Vladimir Putin both acknowledged uh, Biden's win. It's it's weird. I'll tell you two weird things that happened yesterday. No sooner did California certify to officially push Joe Biden over 270 than did William Barr resign. <laughs> did you read his letter? 
He was wasn't so nice. fired. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, dude, can you imagine? Can you imagine being treated like that at your job? Oh my God. And you get fired. And the guy, listen, they they were like, no, oh, this is amicable, and he did a great job. But like the w- week leading up, he was like, this guy's an idiot. He's the corrupt <laughs> loser. Um, <laughs> as, as soon as that election was certi- certified, uh, he was clearly asked to leave. And I know they said he wasn't asked to resign. That's nonsense. Uh, the mm. coincidence is, is is astounding. And again, uh, I saw this morning Vladimir Putin, one of the, the last foreign leaders to, uh, he sent a telegram. Uh, from 1875 to uh to to Biden, yeah. and um and He's then uh, yeah man within hours Mitch McConnell Moscow uh Moscow Mitch Moscow was like, Mitch hey all right Joe you won uh uh-huh. it's it, it's weird it's almost like his handler had to tell him it was okay to say that which gives me some hope uh that Donald Trump might actually concede now I don't think he's really going to truly concede. If Honestly, Vladimir Putin tells him to, I don't think he has a choice, Rob. <laughs> if he wants to get into Russia, true. <laughs> yeah. If you want to yeah. come live here and not ever have everyone see the P tape, I'd uh I'd concede, bud. Yeah. Well, I honestly I hope he throws a fit. I hope he stays in there. I hope the day rolls in where Joe Biden is lugging his suitcases in and Joe or freaking Donald Trump is just like holding tight onto his chair. I hope I get to see that day. I really, really hope I do. I hope that it's not just a peaceful, peaceful walkout. I really hope that there is like, I hope he tries to burn that bitch to the ground. Oh my God. Can you imagine? And, and I hate <laughs> to even say this, you know, there was a, a bit of a prank between the, uh, the Bush and uh, Clinton people. They took the 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 letter W off all of the keyboards on every <laughs> computer in the White House. Now that's funny, right? That was cute. Um, you know, and 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 I'm sure you have all heard about the letter that uh, George Bush left for uh, uh, Barack Obama, mm-hmm. uh, wishing him the best. And and again, these were just things between these guys, just one good human being to another. You're not going um, to see that. <laughs> oh my god, dude! No I'm just gonna walk into the Oval Office. It's gonna, it's gonna look. It's, it's gonna, gonna look like Charlie Sheen went on a bender with three hookers. <laughs> and I think oh. it's gonna be, look like a good time. I think that it's gonna look like I dead hooker in the corner. It's gonna yeah. be chaos. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait to see all the fun things they find or like come out with. And then imagine all the White House staff that might start leaking shit. Like about like Trump, like Trump and his family. I can't wait. I can't wait for all those stories. Oh yeah, no. The next few years are going to be loaded with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, next I kind of wanted to talk about something that is it's it's a personal matter. I get. I mean, I guess. Um, me and Joe were kind of talking. We wanted to get onto more like niche topics, you know. So I figured I'd throw this one in there. I wanted to talk about Gen Z. And how we're different than literally everybody else in the world. We're different. We're just different. And why we're losers, but why we have an excuse to be losers. So I kind of just wanted to talk about that because personally, I relate to it. So, you know, um, there's Google it. Obviously, everywhere you look, you find articles about Gen Z being the most depressed generation. We're anxious, even millennials. You know, everybody's constantly making fun of millennials, saying that they're always on their phone, that they're snowflakes, you know. And I also just want to make it real clear Gen Z is not the same as millennials. It's not the same. I believe Rob is a millennial, but we're not the same. 
I was going to say, can we get like a, a age kind of bracket for this? Because I'm still used to this because I remember when millennials weren't me and it was like more you guys and now it's switched and I, I, I'm i lost. So, OK, so I'm Googling. I believe millennials end. OK, yeah. So millennial is 1891 to 1996. So Gen Z is, you know, 1996 or 97 to current. I'm not oh, sure when it ends, but you said you know. 1891 or 1991. Nineteen. Oh, oh, I'm not even a millennial. Jeez. Yeah, she yeah, uh, she did say 1891, but oh, I did. Oh, sorry. Not. Yeah, but you don't you don't speak 1900 talk. You don't know what you're yeah, saying yeah. there. What are you gonna do? 1890, 1870. She doesn't know what that means. That what are the 1981 to 1991. Oh, oh, okay, so yeah, yeah okay, 81 to 96. Okay. So, so Rob, yeah. you're a millennial. Yes, I'm a millennial. And mm -hmm. Victoria, you are the Gen, Gen Z. Z. Right, and uh, I'm I'm the I'm the old big brother Gen X, the cool guys. We're just, is that uh, the only name that they have for it? Yeah, yeah. and then you have baby boomers before that. Boomers. Yeah, those are our psychopathic lunatic parents. Yeah, good times. Well, my parents are in your generation, so they're mine. They're yours. Gen X. So they're like the same exact age as you. So we're Gen X. We're dealing with that there. But I don't know. From It says, from immigration to sexual assault are causing significant stress among members of Gen Z. You know, obviously with mass shootings topping everything that's going on right now. I don't really even want to focus on um school and stuff right now because obviously that's a struggle for people i know that's like a really big thing but i do not think that that really has much to do with the depression and anxiety and mental health issues that are going on with gen z and real quick i kind of just wanted to ask what does the generation look like from the outside do they look like a bunch of do we look like a bunch of assholes who get handed everything, you know, because I, I don't know. I think we all know um, getting health care and housing, it's not the cost of a jelly bean anymore. Mm -hmm. So what I, do we I'll, think about that? <laughs> I'll say this. I think Gen Z is the voice that mill millennials ne well, always wanted to like voice, but never kind of was like, all right, we're just going to kind of figure this out on our own. I felt like Gen Z is like, hey, fuckers, we're not going to sit here and keep, you know what I mean? We're not going to keep losing like you guys were. Like, we want answers and we want them now, which I love about Gen Z. Like, you guys ask so many questions. You guys want to know the facts. You guys ask the questions and you guys are like, hey. So, like, I remember when, like, this whole millennial Gen Z's conversation first kind of spiked up. And I was, I'll, I'll say, I was on the side of, yeah, Gen Z, they just need to toughen up. I was like, they're just soft. But looking at, like, the things that go along, um, and then also looking at, like, how I grew up versus how, like, you guys are probably growing up, it's different. You know what I mean? Like, I grew up in the boom of, like, the technology era, like, mm -hmm. when, you know, Facebook, MySpace, all those things, you know what I mean, first came about when we were when we were young coders before we knew it. You know what I'm saying? When you, when you had to apply a whole code to your myspace page to get like fallen stars to come off of it right but like you guys were in the heat of it like in the middle of all this shit as it built up so like you guys were coming up when twitter was really really nasty you guys were coming up when um cyber bullying was like popular like you know what I mean like when we were coming up cyber bullying was fun and comical on aim 
and all this other stuff where you guys are getting screenshots and you guys can't live in privacy. You know what I'm saying? Like the restrictions are way less. Well, I just feel so, like everything with the internet, it changes so much. And I feel like it affects every generation. I even saw on Instagram the other day, there was this new update where if you get DMs, you can make it so they automatically vanish. I think that the internet and technology has just changed relationships, school, self-image. I've never had a life where I wasn't going on the internet and comparing myself to people. And I know that that might sound like so crazy, but even like right now, I don't look like this like ever I look like this when I'm on here and when I'm in the world I usually look like a homeless person when I'm on here even sometimes I look like a homeless person it's just like most of the time what you see is just not, not at what... all what you get and it just makes you feel so fucking horrible <laughs> see I like you on Instagram I like you on Instagram because you look like the 19 year old that's having fun on here it's it's not to say it's a bad thing and no filter and and I, I can I can I can express this with you, Victoria, because we have a certain you know what I mean like we have a certain rapport with each other. Mm-hmm. Like here, you have that glammed up look, which is amazing, right? Right. But you, behind the scenes, everybody does it. Somebody could come on here, and we've had this conversation before. One of my friends tried it, and I was like, "Dude, no! First of all, you're sick. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's young, and two, we're not gonna. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not what's gonna happen." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Oh my god, I thought she was a lot older." So what I'm, you know what I mean? You have that more mature presence because like. Like you said, you've never had to, you've never had a life away from outside of the internet. So like right. you guys have to have a certain image. You guys grew up with Kim Kardashians and all these other, you know, celebrities and always in makeup and Instagram and looking at that all the time. Whereas like where you see you and like, if somebody ever followed you on Instagram, you'd be like, holy shit, she's just a little kid and she's enjoying life. And like, I, like, I feel like you guys are forced to play like two different roles. But it's you also understand? like, and even it's, now it's it could be tough. It- if people find my stuff from now, since I have always had access to this, I still have Instagram accounts. Oh Lord, please don't go looking for them, everybody. Yes, I have several Instagram accounts from when I was a literal child, child, child. And there's nothing that I can do about it. There's no way that I can take that down. There's nothing that I can do about it. I have Twitter accounts from when I was a child of saying things that I would never say now. But But people will have access to it for my entire life. And (laughs) that's worrisome because at that young of an age, you had access to that kind of stuff. And here you are on Twitter, like, or you know what I'm saying? I know how adults let it off. I remember how I was letting it off in 2012, 2011, when oh, Twitter you yeah. came about and Twitter, like you can go on Twitter and Twitter was a shit. Um, like you, yeah, there was some things on Twitter. Like, I, so yeah, I can only imagine being your age that young and having that access to the whole world. You grow up super fast. I can only imagine anybody would. You know, like like you say, yeah, guys. I sent my first instant message in 1993, and I didn't get like internet crazy till like 2007. Mm-hmm. I kind of dabbled. I had a MySpace page. Made the quick trans over to Facebook. I got a Twitter. I I don't. Here's a here's some things I don't understand. Um. And and I and I blame the parents, particularly uh, people that are my age, who have kids, Victoria, that are your age. Mm-hmm. This idea of perfection, this idea that you have to be perfect, your grades have to be—I mean, it's 
it's not realistic. You you should work to the best of your ability. Um, you should be encouraged, but you know, um, my wife, for instance, my son likes to jump off the couch. Mm -hmm. I used to do that when I was a kid, but it was the seventies. Nobody gave a shit. You just jumped off couches. That's what you did. I fell out of a birch tree once about 20 feet to the ground and landed on my face and I'm fine. Um, my wife's always like, don't, don't stop. And I said, you know, listen, the first time I jumped off the couch and I missed and I cracked my face on my dad's rocking chair, I learned distance and I learned mm -hmm. how to, how to fall and catch a fall. When I was 21, a buddy of mine asked me if I wanted to try his motorcycle. I told him I'd never driven a motorcycle before. It's a refurbished job. Nice, nice little Kawasaki. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know how to, I didn't know what to do. He showed me, I pulled back. Uh, and uh, he like was going about yeah, 35 miles an hour into my backyard, into a tree. I bailed on the bike. I dove headfirst into a beautiful somersault, ended up back up <laughs> on my feet as his bike crashed, uh, heavily damaged into a tree. But at least you landed the flip, though. I did. It was insane. And my, I mean, it was so funny because it was like four or five of my buddies hanging out. And they were like, oh, my God, dude, how did you do that? And I was like, I don't know. I, I wasn't like, hey, dude, I'm not like, uh, like, uh, a Bruce diehard. I didn't like jump like off this thing like, oh, you know what? I should do a dive here. It was just a triple axle front flip. Yeah, try it, was, this it was an instinctual move based on I've been falling on my own my entire life and no one ever made me wear a helmet or anything. I played high school football. I'm sure I've had concussions. I could go on a murderous spree at some point from what I understand from doctors. Um, I'll <laughs> try not to, but nobody, nobody protected me. And I was resentful of my mother when she wouldn't let me work independently. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's a big thing for kids now. This idea that, you know, if if Victoria's wrong, that her mom needs to go out there and seek justice for it. When Victoria's a woman, Victoria could take care of business on her own. Mommy doesn't need to hold her hand. Well, that's the thing. I think that that is like kind of a idea that has been pushed so much that um, there has been a lot of hand holding uh, in my generation and stuff. But honestly, I think that we are to a, to a certain extent because I do know that um, the age that people are still living with their parents and all of that kind of stuff are going up. Um, but I think that this generation is the most independent that we have ever been. I think that we have the most independent thinkers ever. I think that we have the ability to be able to formulate our own thought processes in a way that no other generation has been able to due to the information that we have access to. I think that, you know, we've just been on our own in so many different ways. I became a bookie at the age of 14 simply because nobody told me I couldn't. I had a paper out. I had some I had some cash in my pocket and friends who didn't know how to bet on sports teams. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think my generation, I mean, I used to go home every day after school, Victoria, get home around three. My parents didn't get home to like five thirty or six. I would order a pizza, um, you know, go about my business. I had a favorite soap opera. My daughter, Eden, literally is named after the main character on Santa Barbara. 
Um, I paid my own bills. I made doctors. I mean, I, I did, I lived my life like the best I could. And I guess it's easy when you're a white dude, because, uh, my experience all through life was when anybody made fun of me, I just punched him in the throat, um, or threatened to punch them in the throat. And that generally worked as well. And so people didn't fuck with me, generally speaking. One in five people in this country has uh, mental illness. 20% of those people um, are dealing with serious anxiety issues. Um, 50% of the people, so 50% of 20% of our population that has mental illness has not had treatment probably in at least two to three years at this point. Um, so there, look, there's, there's a lot of people who have issues. Back in my day, uh, when you were autistic, they just slapped the shit out of you until uh, you you gave an answer or you were 18 and they could send you out into the world. Mm-hmm. We didn't we didn't know what any of that crap was. Um, I have a daughter that's autistic. I understand it's real. I look back on it now, Victoria, and I'm like, oh, I could pick five or six kids out in my school that were that's definitely probably. autistic. Mm-hmm. I, I could tell you right now about four or five girls I went to school with in my lifetime that I'm certain were sexually abused. Mm-hmm. I can look back on all these things now and I know people were suffering and I know people had problems though. I think the biggest problem we're dealing with is social media. What we used to have, it's funny. You guys mentioned bullies and how there's online bullying. When I was a kid, bullies just kicked your ass in the bathroom. Yeah. It was generally constricted just to playgrounds and bathrooms. Those were the only places you had to worry about getting bullied. Uh, And now it's, it's literally in your pocket, in your hand, round the clock. Where, where, you know, the other, the other funny thing is, you know, there's this, there's this constant competition to be better than, to be the, you know, to be up to date and pretty and cool and smart and, and get all the likes on Facebook and have all the followers. But listen, life is a marathon. It's not a race. No. And in the end, it's against yourself. And I I think. There's nothing to win. There's nothing to gain in life other than your own happiness. And when you guys spend so much time trying to find your happiness and not just doing what makes you happy, I think that's why you guys are anxious and depressed and sad. And again, I think it's because your parents are idiots uh, who generally push you into what they want you to do when, when they themselves, I mean, my generation told our parents to fuck off and mind their business. And now that our kids are doing it, we're like, shut the fuck up. Do what I say. I think like, the biggest thing doesn't work. Is those same people who are able to be like when they had disagreements or when they were going through stuff like is happening right now, they were able to say fuck off and then go and leave and do whatever they want. I think that the problem now is because I'm dealing with it right now. I'll even say it. Everything, life is so expensive. And I make honestly so much money for my age. And I still can't even afford to go get a studio apartment for myself. Or I am not able, like, I can afford it. Like, I have the money to do so, but they won't accept just my name on it. They won't. So it's like really, what do I even do? Like, you know, so it's like when your parents, or, and I know and this is why I'm talking about it is because I know that so many people are in my position when your parents are telling you that your mental health issues are fake and they're not real and that you're not actually going through anything. Um, when you have, you know, when you just feel like you have nothing of your own, 
I know how hard that can be, especially when there is, oh, it seems like there's no feasible way that you yourself can pull yourself out of it. Especially when it seems like this country has made it so hard to do so and then rank on us and say, why are there so many, why is there no homeless epidemic? Or why are all these kids still living with their parents when they're 25? I, I think that- the smartest in the world. And, that, and I think that's one of, I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, I, I was done. Continue, uh, please. Um, that, that's the smartest thing in the world. And I think that like, you guys have a lot of great ideas that like, who cares if millennials and Gen, Gen Xers don't agree with it, right? And I, I tell myself now, um, I look at, I look back at it and my mom, my mom even said this before she goes, if I could have changed it, I definitely would have had everybody stay in the house as long as possible to get you guys on your feet. Um, even, even though my dad was one of those, like, Hey, if you're a guy and you're 18, why are you in my house? Um, and I think about that now, like with my son, like he, I'm not kicking him out any old time soon. Like you can stay here as much as you can, like get yourself situated. Um, and, and figure those things out. And now I look at, I look at Gen Zers, right. And I'm like, you guys, there's going to be, you guys have, if, if, if you guys are this stressed out right now, wait until you turn 25, you're going to be so much more stressed when you actually do have that apartment, when you do have that house, when you do have those jobs, when you do have all those things going. So when Joe says like, slow down, like literally slow down, you don't Victoria, have to figure it out. Victoria, have you been to my house? house? You've been to my house. Yeah. Right. Let me tell you something. 3,000 square feet, things worth about four 450,000, okay? Um, Small do you know flex. What the, Small do, you know the, do you understand the term house poor? Do you know what that means? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a big, gorgeous house to own this thing and pay taxes on it, maintain it, and the mortgage to feed everybody that's in it. Um, yeah. I mean, on paper, we make a ton of money. You can buy a money pit house and, and, and have a family. Holy smokes, dude. You're just you're just throwing money out the window left, right, and sideways. The the anxiousness only gets worse and worse as you go. I'll tell you this. Uh, you know, one of the things about me uh, I think people like, and I know my family likes and appreciates, is I, I'm I'm trying to be like really even keeled at all times. I don't ride too high and I never get too low, you know. I celebrate life's little victories, but I, you know, I don't pat myself too hard on the back. And just the same, when I fail, I don't beat myself up too much. I don't think that you can do that. I know people hate this expression. It is what it is, but I love it. I love it because at the end of the day, there's some shit you just can't fix. There's some things you can't change. All you can do is deal with what you have. I, I dealt with, in my childhood, a best friend murdering. Um, my best friend's dad murdered his his little sister. Um, and then I had to spend time in that house after it happened. And his dad went to jail, and the priest um, ended up leaving our church to marry the principal, uh, who was the mom. It, it was a disaster. I went to see a therapist who was then killed in a bus bombing five years later in Jerusalem. Um, it is what it is. I could sit there crying, be depressed for the rest of my life, or I can deal with what I'm dealing with. The person who was counseling me through the worst thing that ever happened to me, I found out she died uh, from Peter Jennings on ABC Wide, uh, Wide World News. Uh, so that was pretty crazy. You know, I, I've been through some crazy stuff in my life. And I mean, at the end of the day, and, and I, this is easier said than done. I understand that. I mean, you just have to roll with the punches. 
I understand that, but right now I'm kind of talking about, I'm not really just talking about, um, and I understand that tr like things are traumatic and I'm not really talking about traumatic experiences or even just being sad or just depressed. I'm talking about um, like people who have real, well, I'm not, I'm not saying like real, but like diagnosed uh, illnesses and stuff like that. And people who have real chemical imbalances in their brain and stuff and like need medication and treatment to get better and don't have the access to that. You know what I mean? And aren't able to do that. Like somebody like, like me in particular, you know, I have been diagnosed with almost everything under the sun, um, mental health. I'm not going to get into it, but I don't have access to any medication treatment or anything. And I will not until I am financially sustainable myself as a person, um, to reach out that treatment. And I think that that is, like one of the biggest problems because like nowadays people like it has been shown that this generation literally has like chemical imbalances in their brain you know what i mean opposed to like people who are in their 40s and 50s and stuff if you go and do a brain scan on them like a neurology report it looks it looks different like our structure is just different because like Shit's happening. No weird evolutionary thing because we're like staring at screens all the time. Is I mean, like, it might have something to do with that, yeah. but like certain yeah. chemicals <laughs> get released when you're depressed and when you have anxiety and different parts of your brain light up. And when awesome. you do scans or when they did scans on like Gen Z and people of other generations, they found that 91% of Gen Z has some kind of diagnosable mental health issue. I'm on the APA.org. No, so like I, I I I hear what you're saying, Victoria. And I think one of the things, and this is just coming from a dumb millennial, um, which I'm I'm still mad that we didn't get the okay boomer thing because I think that's amazing. Um, whoever created that shit, but you know, anyways, <laughs> um <laughs> all what I was saying, like I think that. Gen Z does kind of rely too much on like we're like saying, hey, I gotta fix this problem. I have to get like medicated to fix this problem, right? I have to I do, do not I, think that medication fixes everything, so, by the you know, way. Or that okay. everybody and, and I'm it. sorry, and, and I don't mean to make it seem like that's what you were insinuating, but like I just heard, you know, you, you I just heard from you, or what I what I believe I heard from you was just like, you know, yeah. being able to afford the you know, those certain medications. I'm not saying chemical medications, it might just be therapy or you know, any of that to help your mental health. Um, I would just recommend trying like what, what I what I like from Gen Z, what I get to see, you guys are great at like coming together. Like whenever I see like anybody younger that I see on Facebook, like Gen Z years, like every time, matter of fact, I was just I, I was just on Instagram and like you had posted a picture and everybody in your comments was, oh my God, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. Y'all know how to hype each other up. So, like, I would recommend, like, lean on that. Like, but I wonder guys, how much of that's fake, Rob. Oh, it's fake. It, it's fake, but it's still, <laughs> right, it's still gassing up, right? They still gas you up, just like with my brother. Like, he did something, what I would consider mid, but, like, all his young friends were like, bro, you killed that shit. Oh, you killed. So, I'm like, you guys actually, like, big up everybody. Like, with me, my boys would be like, dude, you, what the fuck are you doing? Stop it. You look stupid. Or like girls would be like, oh my God, you look good. So like I say rely onto that. Like I, I and I say that because like even with my sister, she gets the same kind of comments on her stuff. And she's like, eh. and I'm like, dude, 
they're fucking, whether they're gassing you or there's true, live it up. And that's going to give you some kind of excitement instead of just sitting there mope like this shit. And, I, and that's another thing. You guys Why feed you into that. that. You guys do like things like this. And oh. then you guys take those trends and you guys feed into it. Like stop feeding into also, the depressed lifestyle. Also, who feeding told guys, who told you guys if you if you pose for more than five pictures that you have to turn and throw <laughs> your ass on the last one? Why do you guys who told you that? I may get mad when you guys that. compliment. That's I, well, me. If you go online, again, I, I won the first one. I hate that. I it's really do. <laughs> I want to tell you guys something really funny. Uh, last year, a uh, a pretty big time real estate uh, agent in Connecticut, real estate broker, very very uh, well known guy in Connecticut. And I won't I won't call him out because it, it would be uh, mean. I posted a profile picture, and I didn't. I wasn't like I, I hate that that like when you change your profile picture, it has to be something people should comment and like. I hate that. That's a thing. <laughs> um, you know, people were like, most people just liked it. A few people made comments or whatever. Somebody mentioned how much my son looks like me. Uh, and but this realtor, he wrote, Joe, you are so handsome. <laughs> now, oh yeah. my god, slow down. Slow down. This, this is funny because I looked at it and I was like, Is he is he mocking me? Is he like, Joe, you're so handsome? He or is, is he so like, Joe, you're so handsome. Or is he like, Joe, you're, you're so, so handsome. handsome. I didn't know how to read that. Um, read for what it's worth. And I, but that's the thing, Rob. I thought, I don't give, if he's being sarcastic, I don't give a shit. Whatever. I'll take the compliment. I, I'll t that's the other thing. <laughs> um, my, how do I say this without sounding like a douchebag? Um, I don't care what anybody thinks. Oh. Period. I mean, not only do I not care what people think of me, I don't care what people think of things. Period. Um, if I ask you what your opinion is on something, um, it's me genuinely asking because I'm curious. Um, but I don't really care. I'm I, I, I what what people think of things or what people weigh in. I it, it really doesn't matter. No one's ever going to make me think or do anything ever or question what I'm doing. I've been doing this for like 23 years and I'll tell you what. And, and I think this is the, the, the hardest struggle for a human being rejection. Rejection is around us constantly. It's, it's nerve wracking. It makes you anxious. It, it physically makes you ill. And whether that's, uh, you know, uh, chasing a suitor or um, uh, performing in a play, you mm -hmm. know, being an on-air radio and TV personality, boy, I got to tell you, to look dead square into a camera and, and to say what I'm saying, if I, if I was thinking to myself, I wonder what people think, I wouldn't be able to do it. I, yeah. I would have crippling, crippling fear and anxiety, but instead, my approach is... This is, and again, this is why it's so important. I spend a lot of time reading and researching. I, I don't like to speak publicly and, and talk out of my ass. It, it doesn't do anybody any good. Like my stuff checks out. That's important to me because I, like I said, I really, how people perceive what I'm saying or what they think of what I'm saying. I don't care. I don't care. 
I I put factual information out there. How you receive this is, is is not my concern. I'm not here to try to change anybody's opinion about stuff. I, I don't care what you think. I really don't. Um, all, all I can do is is go out there and and be me. I'm not worried about it. Uh, four years ago, Victoria, I I was doing CrossFit four times a week. I was eating paleo. I was making I was making like uh, rice and chicken and like. I mean, like cooking every night. And then after like a year and a half of that, I thought, I fucking hate that. I'll, I'll be a little chunky. I really don't give a shit. Who am I impressing? Like, really, at the end of the day, who am I? Like, what am I doing that for? I wasn't working out for me. I don't give a shit. I like ice cream. I love my dad, bud. I'm perfectly content. I'm, 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 you know, I'm not here. It's funny. My wife is always, always freaking out. I mean, we've been in quarantine forever. It's she's a, she's a Gen X. She's ready. Oh no. I think she's the beginning of, um, millennial. Wait, what's the cutoff? Is it 81? 81. She's barely, she's in that weird zone of, of like the end of the Gen X where they don't know a lot of the cartoons we're talking about. Mm. Like they're, they, they just sort of came up the back end. Some of it's totally lost on them. Um, <laughs> yeah, facts. But um, she's always super anxious about how she looks and 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 going out. And then I'm like, why do you care? You already bagged the prize, baby. There's there's, <laughs> you know, there's nothing to gain out there. There's there's nothing there. You don't win anything by being the prettiest girl at the office party. There's it's no prize. For her, for that. I understand her. that, but you know what? It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. You you listen, you you need you need two people to give a shit about you, yourself nope. and mm -hmm. the person you you want to spend your life with. What about God, Joe? What Who's that? I, I didn't know we were gonna. <laughs> I didn't know we were bringing up fictitious characters. What about Santa Claus? <laughs> I just had to do that. I had thank to you. That. Um, but that's how I feel, and and I look, I I think we. I was having a, a, a conversation. Uh, one of my buddies just uh, just commented. <laughs> um, I was having a really good conversation with a buddy of mine today. Um, um, Jared, uh, Jared popping in. Yeah, uh, we'll do God another day. Trust me, because I, I think that stuff's important, too. But we're messing with our kids. We were talking about Santa Claus. And uh, I tell you personally, my wife has been using the uh, to, to get my son to stay behave. She says, Santa Claus is watching. I mean, what are we living in North Korea? Like we're under 24 oh God, surveillance. Joe. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. Listen, how how I'm, I kid you not when I say this. And I've talked to therapists about that. That elf on a shelf thing. The idea that Santa's making a list that he's watching you. God's watching you. There's this constant threat of surveillance that we threaten our kids with. What's character, Victoria? To be completely honest with you, I am so terrified that my dead grandmother is just constantly watching me. And that if there is just like another like life or something, that she's going to see me and be Give like. Give them a show. I, Live your I, life, girl. I can, <laughs> like that's like my biggest fear is that my dead grandmother is watching me. I can tell you right me. now that <laughs> this is it. And there's, there's nothing beyond this. Your grandmother couldn't be any more dead at this point. Uh, just like my grandmother. Jesus uh, Christ. They, he's dead too. Never existed for that matter. But 
Yeah, Santa Claus is fake. And I'll tell you what, if your kid looks you in the fucking eyes when they're eight and they're like, is Santa Claus real? And you're like, yeah, yeah, he's real. So you better be good. You're fucking up an opportunity literally with your kid. What you're literally, you're missing, and you're, you're looking your kid. Your kid's coming to you with the most important question of their life. And you look them dead square in the eyes. With everything you have, and you're doing it for yourself, but you're like, I just want to keep it up for one more year. Yeah, Victoria, Santa Claus is real. My mom still tells me Santa Claus real. I have a question. If your son, if you're by, let's say we're at the park, we're at a play date. Matter of fact, me and my son are at your house with you and your son. Yeah. For some odd reason, he comes and says, "Hey, Donnie's dad, is Santa real?" If what what am I to say to him? Can I tell him no? You're going to probably want to ask your dad about that. Okay. But if you said, if you told him, no, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I mean, if you're asking me if I would have a problem with you lying to my son, the answer is no. Okay. Please don't lie to my son. Please don't lie either. Tell, break his soul. Again, dude. I I mean, I, I, and I don't say to break the kid's soul, but I want your, I want your son and I want my son to know that when they ask me a question, I'm not going to lie about it. And then later on, tell him the truth and be like, nah, I was just fucking with you then. Because that doesn't instill a lot of confidence in me in the future. When I'm like, so what are these weird feelings I'm having down below? And you're like, well, that's just God giving you the willies. Uh, Don't sweat that. I mean, you can't talk to your kids like that. And when you treat your kids like you got them wrapped in a bubble and you talk to them like they're stupid, what, what do you expect them to be other than other than anxious, uh, unfocused. I mean, my God, what can you imagine? Can you imagine having like the most powerful computer in the world in your pocket at school where they're asking you really hard fucking questions and you can't take that thing out of your pocket? I say, teach Ms. kids Girl, where the there's a will, there's a way. Teach <laughs> you with the phones because I'll tell you what. I've had so many times, dude, where I've been out with people and we've had discussions, we've had arguments, and it's, hey, we'll just agree to disagree. And I'm like, fuck you. I got a smartphone. I want to make you look stupid. I'm going to look it up right now. Oh, I always had to look stuff up. Fact check. Stuff up. Oh, always. That's on my book. Anytime I even got the little suspicion about anything, literally, let me tell you, five minutes before this, I looked up who hit the Quan because I was having a fight about it. I need to know. It's fact check. Go. <laughs> got to. And I don't understand why a lot of people don't do it. You have it literally at your at the palm of your hands, like all day, every day. Like fucking look it up. Google that shit. GTB. Anybody say say that anymore? G- Am I dating myself Google as a millennial? Google that bitch. I used to love that shit. GTB. All my soldiers be like, hey, sorry. GTB, man. Fuck out my face. GTB. What does that mean? Google that. Victoria, do you agree that if if your parents treated you um as a person with a and they took you serious all the time, that things would be different, that you would feel better about yourself, that you would understand that you're not living in a rat race? Well, uh, I don't mean it's not your parents. I'm sure they're lovely people. Uh, well, that's certainly not where I'm going with this. 
uh, my experience was different than uh, most people's growing up. I've gone through some funny things. You know, I've gotten the okay to talk about it. One time I was left at a gas station willingly by by my father, you know, so I never really was taken seriously ever. Uh, I've had, had, it, had it rough, had it a little rough. So, um, yeah, I guess maybe that's why I am... 45 in a 19 year old's body so maybe if that can give a little perspective yeah so maybe yeah <laughs> maybe that could be true uh for i i get it i definitely see how that rings true you know i don't plan on i definitely i think i'm definitely gonna keep the santa tradition going but i cannot feasibly tell my child that a fairy takes their tooth that don't make any stamps. Can I tell you a funny story? Actually, <laughs> I'll make this brief. Um, my my daughter Eden is nineteen. Uh, when she was, want to say ten, uh, she comes up to me, and and pulls me aside because her her sister's two years younger, and she goes, "I got a question," and I go, "I got an answer." She goes, "Santa Claus isn't real, is he?" <laughs> and I just like this, I went. No. She goes, are you Santa? I said, well, in this house, I am. Yeah. I said, in other houses, it's it's just their parents. She goes, yeah, I thought so. And then she starts to turn and she stops. She goes, but the tooth fairy is real, right? Did you say, you know? Yeah. I said, well, yeah. we'll see. Oh, come on. She she knew the answer, Rob. Okay. She knew the answer. I I you know uh, it, it, she knew. Again, the idea is I I, I mean I don't, I also don't feel like I need to tell her certain things. You know I I raise I'm raising my daughter the way I think my parents should have raised me. Mm -hmm. And again, uh, to answer Frank, yeah, I mean I'm an asshole. You know. Uh, and he asked a question earlier. Uh, do you make your do you make your kids pay uh, pay? Yes, my daughter pays to have a podcast on this network. My daughter, uh, my daughter pays part of her car insurance every month. Got to have skin know. in the game. Responsibility. You don't got you skin gotta. in the game. Listen, if, if you're not paying money towards your car insurance, you're gonna crash into everything. Because you don't give a fuck. There's nothing in it for you. You're going to have to get yelled at by your mom and dad who are going to pay $4,000 on a deductible. You'll have a new car in about six weeks. So everything's going to be fine. Um, Do you ever lie to them, Joe? To my kids? No, I don't. I never do. Uh, I remember when my kids found my marijuana supply for the first time. Um, I had to have a sit-down conversation. And I also had to explain to them that uh, things like marijuana don't my children thought marijuana could kill you. I don't know what they teach in the dare program, but that's fucking stupid. My daughter was honest to God convinced that that's you could die from smoking marijuana. And I, I said, whoever wrote this is a fucking idiot. This this is a person who's teaching my children shit. Really? Have you ever smoked marijuana? Do you have any idea what it is? I mean, stunning. I saw a teacher just earlier today on on our local uh, our local town page talking about you'll see Trump's gonna win. Okay, that lady teaches at my fucking high school. My tax dollars are going to some dumb fuck like that. 
Oh, of yep. course these kids are rattled. Yeah. Can can I can I make a quick uh point out since I've started my pay, uh my parlor account? It pays for none of that and it's very <laughs> Victoria. It's my mother. <laughs> out it. Oh man. I just want to point out that uh I have a parlor account, that app account now. And the first couple names that I say that say I should follow, Sean Hannity, Mark Levine, Tucker Carlson, uh, Phil Robertson, uh, Tito Ortiz, Christy Alley, Travis Tritt, and uh, Governor Christy Nome. Just, just, just those are the headline names for the for that specific app we mentioned earlier. I figured that I cut the tension because Victoria didn't look like she liked that comment too much. Oh, no, I didn't, but it's okay. <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? I mean, everybody goes through their own experiences and everybody's got their own perspectives. Let me tell you that. So, um, listen, my daughters, um, their mom left them like 10 years ago um, and they've talked to her once since. I mean, right. That that's their, that's their cross to bear. One of my daughters goes to therapy every week. The other one's like, I hate the bitch. I don't, it, it doesn't matter. She's sort of taken my attitude of it is what it is. You know, sucks that it sucks to think that your mom doesn't love you, but that lady's got mental problems. They're undiagnosed. And so she's gone. Uh, and it's the best thing that could have ever happened for him. And, and when these kids think back on it, they they realize that again. That's a hardship that they've had to experience. Um, one has uh, 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 one of my kids has ADHD. Um, you know she's she's uh, riddled with anxiousness. I get it. I mean, I can't tell her to like chill out anymore. Um, I think some people are just anxious. I just think that's that's what happens. But. You know, you have to you have to do what you got to do. You got to you got to make the best of things. And I and I feel bad for your generation because, again, we give you again, we, we're giving you all the information in the world and then telling you that you can't use it most of the time. Can't use it when it's important. Um, and you're also living with what we're all living with, uh, which is the, the boomer generation and the generation before that, the old inglorious bastards or whatever they're called. Um they want to make sure that you suffer every anguish that they had. They want you to walk a mile in, in, in the, your bare feet up a hill to school because they did. I remember when my mom, when I was like, I, I, when I figured out that church was bullshit and religion was nonsense, I asked her why we had to go. And she said, because her parents made her go. And I was like, what? Break the cycle, lady. Break the cycle. We don't have to keep doing the same old shit. I find the uh, the idea of Christmas preposterous. We literally take a day out of our lives to celebrate a person who didn't exist on a day when he most certainly wasn't even supposed to have been born. Um, I don't understand why we do this. It, it, it truly makes no sense. We continue this myth and, and this. It's a lie is what it is. And I, I don't know why we continue to perpetuate those stories. Noah's Ark. N never happened. Not a real story. And we teach kids that stuff. They sell toys based on that garbage. Uh, Cameron Crowe made a fucking movie about it. Give tax brackets. I mean, come I mean, on, dude. Tax, tax oh, sure. Right on. Meanwhile, they're sitting there preaching at the pulpits. 
Lots. Well, they're enjoying tax breaks, but we'll save religion for another day. I didn't want to necessarily we'll go save that for business, really. Uh, yeah. Was it making a better life for our children the point of our suffering? That's that's my thought. I mean, uh, it, the, the student loan argument that I hear my generation make about Bernie Sanders and your generation. It's like, well, I had to work three jobs to get through school and suck dick for money. That, is that what you want for your kids? Really? I mean, that is is that is that is what that the we bar? Want? Is that the standard? That's the is bar. That is to get under the bar. I mean, what yeah. in God's? I mean, why? Why wouldn't you want to make it easier and better for the next generation? Who are these horrible people making all of these decisions? And it's like, well, look, I had to go through this, so you're going to need to suffer just as much. I I don't understand I don't that mentality. I I don't. If I, 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 if I have the answers, I'm giving them. I'm sorry. If I have the answers to the test, I'm giving them. Point blank, period. Jared says, I, I don't ever want them to walk in my shoes. Not a step. That was the point. Absolutely. Yeah. We yeah. did it so that we can share um, we can share our experience with you so you make better decisions. Um, you know, we touch the hot stove. But listen, that doesn't mean that you can't you can't get near a hot stove. I, I think there's there's a, a point where you know, I mean, when I was a child, I put my hand on a hot stove, literally like an idiot and burned my fingers. Um, and I remember my dad almost antagonizing. He was like, what did you think was going to happen? And I was like, uh, dude, not for nothing. Why do you think I touched it? Because I didn't know what was going to happen. If I knew it was going to instantly singe my fingers, you could bet I wouldn't. But it didn't occur to him to say anything before I touched it. Hmm. Weird. Weird. I mean, I definitely think that everybody has to learn from their own experiences and everything is just theory until you live it. And I think that that's the best thing about this show is that we have three people from three different perspectives. So, you know, get the best input. You can find us here every week. We're usually on Mondays. Sorry about that, y'all. I was I was dying. There's nothing I can do about that. So um, you can usually find us on Mondays. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, you know the works um make sure to join rob on monday nights at nine i'll piss you off shortly you already know all right see you next week bye <laughs>